When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It's Wednesday the 27th of October. And it's just after 7 o'clock here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Well, Elon Musk. Must be nice, mate. Must be nice. 300 billion. Must be like that Porkino family. 42 million. How good. Lucky for some. Lucky for some. We're happy, though, here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast because we get to bring you sport to the airways. Coming up on the show, about 7 40 ish, we're going to talk to Joe Murray, who is the head coach for the Swamp Foxes in Thames Valley. 100 years they celebrated of Thames Valley rugby. So looking forward to chatting to him. They are undefeated throughout the Heartland Championship. They've been going real good, the Swamp Foxes. Looking forward to that conversation. And then just after about in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking to Leith Innes. Today we celebrate Leith Innes. Yesterday was Ricky May and Terra to Love as we build up towards the New Zealand Cup week. Uh, Leith Innes, he rode in the 2012-2000 Guineas win on Sacred Falls. So looking forward to chatting to Leith Innes. But right now, we've got to talk some cricket and we've got our special guest, and we don't need to go. How lucky are we? We've got Grant Elliott doing the call for the game, uh, black cap legend, and then we've got the skip, the one and only Baz McCullen to break down this morning's game as the black caps went down against Pakistan. And Baz, you spoke about it, mate. You spoke about it. It wasn't all doom and gloom for the black caps from what you saw. You want to break it down, bud? Yeah, yeah, spot on. Is I thought it was not a bad performance, to be honest. It's, I know it's the first game that New Zealand's lost in a, in a T20 World Cup um, mm. for, in terms of their first game in the tournament as such. Uh, on the surface, there will be disappointment, no doubt. But if you look at that Pakistan side, you look at the conditions, the toss was vitally important as well. Um, look, I think it's not a bad effort from New Zealand first up. There's a few things I'd like um, them to just maybe reevaluate. Obviously, the loss of Lockie Ferguson last night with a, a calf tear is, is a significant one for the Black Caps because he was their real yeah. point of difference with his express pace. Thankfully, the selectors had in the waiting in the wings was Adam Milne uh, as cover in the squad. Now, a really interesting thing was that he wasn't available for today's game because of the ICC rules, but. Look, I've been involved in these franchise tournaments and, and other tournaments previously, and I know you need sign-off from the ICC, but the ICC is based in Dubai. Now, Dubai and Sharjah are about 30 minutes away by car. Now, the injury went down last night. Lockie Ferguson's um, scans were obviously revealed today. Now, there should have been a process available to be able to quickly be able to project um, Adam Milne into 
the selection frame. But unfortunately, uh, from what I understand, he wasn't actually available. So that's an interesting um, situation because I, I looked at that team and I just felt the balance of the side was just a little bit off his. Um, mm, mm. A slight query on on some of our tactics as well. And look, tactics and strategy, are, they're, they're a personal thing. Not everyone's going to agree on them, okay? So I completely understand that. But coming into a World Cup, which you've had a fair few years to prepare for, at no stage has Daryl Mitchell opened the batting for us. And now all of a sudden, you, you've played a, a middle-order player at the top of the order, and you've played a top-order player mm. in Tim Seifert down in the middle order. And if you think of Sharjah and you think of those conditions, it's a six-hitting ground deeper in the in the game. But what you need first and foremost is to maximise the power play. So if you look at the performance of the Black Caps and the top-order batters, Daryl Mitchell, 27 off 20. So he's actually done quite a good job. Martin Guptill yep. struggled a little bit, 17 off 20, and Kane Williamson, 25 off 25. Outside of that, Devin Conway added... Uh, just a few runs um, in the middle, but no one else was really able to get going. They batted Jimmy Nisham up the order as well. Now, if you look at that lineup, the real power hitters are probably Nisham and Mitchell and maybe Glenn Phillips a little bit further down the order, obviously Guptill up top. Mm. But they're your power hitters who I would think should have been used maybe down the order, a little bit similar to how Pakistan used Asif Ali in particular, who came in and hit 27 off 12 balls. So just a slight query on that, the the reasoning for that, I don't, I don't quite get. I think the best time to bat in those conditions is in the top, in the, uh, at the top of the order. And in the last series against Pakistan, the player of the series was Tim Seifert. Now, Tim Seifert has found mm. himself, and he batted at the top of the order in New Zealand. Now he's found himself batting down the order. It just doesn't, to me, it's not consistent. I heard Scotty Styrus last night on the drive show with Kirsty and Beef talking about this exact thing, that it just doesn't, it doesn't make a great deal of sense with that, that you've had all this time to prepare and then you come up with this strategy on the cusp of the tournament. So, look, 27 off 20 is not a bad result, but I just think they could use their resources slightly better than what they did. And also, the the balance of the side playing um, Jimmy Neesham as well as uh, um, Daryl Mitchell is presumably to be able to share the load with the ball. Well, I, I'd personally like to see them play another bowler in those conditions is play five frontline bowlers and just trust your yep. batting if you if you need to. Um, so I think when Adam Milne becomes available, um, I would bring Adam Milne in for either Nisham or um, Mitchell and then just trust your batting. So that, that's what I'd look to do. But anyway, um, I don't what think about, it was overly, um, it wasn't a bad start. Can you can you delve into the conditions? You spoke off air about Pakistan. They play playing Sharjah all the time. UAE, that is their home that they, they play to the conditions so well can you delve into the detail behind the conditions what is it what is it about the conditions well they've played a lot of cricket in charge of course because cricket's been starved um in their own country mm. pakistan which is pretty topical anyway for when you think of our yep. our most recent um pull out of that tour for security reasons so they they were forced to play a lot of cricket in the uae and Sharjah has been almost like their second home. You could see with the crowd as well, just the the, pop, the Pakistani population is so strong in Sharjah and their familiarity with those conditions is is also um, very strong. So the, the Sharjah wicket uh, got relayed about a year ago um, and it used to be a flat wicket. 220 was not unachievable, but on this surface, 
um, it is it just hasn't taken just yet. So there's still invariable mm. bounce. There's low skiddy bounce. It stops a little bit at times. Yes, the boundaries are short, but the outfield's also been re relayed, so it's very slow. So therefore, you need to be able to hit the ball in the air later on when the ball slows up. So they're very accustomed to these conditions, um, and and they know how to play them so well. And I think they they line there the Pakistan side lined up there. Um, bowlers. If you think of their bowling group, you've got Shaheen Shahafridi, you've got Hassan Ali, you've got Has uh, Harris Ralph, uh, Imad Wazim, Shoaib Malik, Shadab Khan, and Muhammad Hafiz. Like now, that is a unbelievable bowling lineup in those conditions. They've picked the, they've picked that lineup to be able to restrict the opposition, and then they'll back their batting in familiar conditions. So look, it's. They're also red hot at the moment. Let's not forget that. And they, mm, they demolished mm. India by 10 wickets. So there's no disgrace in our performance today. And in fact, it, it, it was a really typical, gritty, um, determined performance by a New Zealand side. And, and Kane Williamson led them well in the field as well. But there's just a couple of areas I wouldn't mind seeing us tidy up going into the next yeah. game. But we'll be better for the run. Adam Mill come in, I think. Um, and then that gives you that express pace as well. Um, and, and then you've got something which you can uh, to be able to try and put the opposition batters under pressure. What do you think? You you watched it? Uh, look, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's just keen to take. I was wondering why well, we've got a few texts here. We'll get to those in a minute. And if you've got a, any, any queries, give us a call on 0800 150 811. If you've got any questions for Baz McCullum, he is our expert. He's been there, done that. And uh, saw a wee little re replay come up, mate, of the 2010 uh, T20, I think it was. You, uh, Black Cats beating Pakistan by one run in that last wicket, last ball wicket um, over there. So, um, look, for me, it was interesting. I just think 135, the selections. Um, I saw Kyle Jamieson on the bench. So I want to know if, if he's a viable, is he a viable kind of option to come on? Or you you thinking Milne will be the one to come on and bring that pace? We miss, were we lacking a little bit of pace? Out there, those are the questions. Um, for me, I don't look 135. I, I came in and 135. I thought that was pretty, pretty uh, low scoring. Um, you know, in a T20 competition. But then you spoke about the wicket and you know, if if in those last couple of overs, if we actually bowled a little bit better and we put some lot of pressure on, you got to go take your head off to Pakistan. They came out and took the game to them. Shoaib Malik, a lot of questions about him. Hafiz, older players, been selected, been there before. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We just, leading up to it, we lost those two practice matches and there was a lot of conversations about it. Look, we shouldn't look too much into it. But right now, I don't know. We just, I don't know if we have the, the firepower or, or the game plan, like selections. There's a text message coming through. I want you to ask, answer that. Um, Bears, hey, Bears, think Conway's needs to bat in top three. He was, he was fifth drop. He was third drop, batting number five. Do we need to get him up the order to give him another op more opportunities? Is he our first drop? Well, this is a difficult thing because to me, I think you've got Seifert, Conway, Williamson and Guptill who all benefit from mm. batting in the top three. So that's where you just got to work out um, what your actual game plan is. What role do you want those guys to play? So to me, yep. Williamson and Conway are very, very good at being able to operate at a slightly lesser strike rate. Whereas the Seifits and the Guptals can go a lot higher strike rate. Yes, there's more risk involved in it. But uh, to me, those guys need to be able to generate a strike rate earlier and then allow the likes of Conway and Williamson to be able to set the game up through the middle. And then you come into your hitters, your Nishams, and I would say the guys like your Mitchells um, a little bit deeper in, 
in the and the Phillips deeper in the batting order. So, look, they'll have their reasons, and, and we're going to get an opportunity at some stage to talk to um, someone within the side um, very soon as well. So, looking forward to that. But look, it's it's always hard. I, I just stress that I find it strange that for two to three years of preparation. We never once mm. opened the batting with Daryl Mitchell and then he finds himself opening the batting in foreign conditions on the first game of a World Cup. So um, it'd be nice if we get those answers, but let's let's see. He did all right too, but um, but I just think there's others who could do slightly better. Well, what about, um, I thought I thought Ish Sodi bowled really well. Ish Sodi came on and he, he varied his, his bowling up, bowling leg spinners, bowling the rung in. I thought he bowled really well. But then on the other side, I look at... Um, look, he's he's a big part of the team. Mitchell Sandler, he went for 33 runs, took one wicket off his four overs. Is that is that good in turning cricket, Baz? I'm, I I don't know. I don't know if it, if that's good bowling or if that's not. Well, economical wise, you know, pressure wise, how do you feel he performed? Oh, look, he he's a gun in this form of the game. Um, but keep in mind, he's been sitting yep. on the sideline a lot in the most recent mm. history with the IPL, but he'll be better for the run too. He's just looked a little rusty yep. to me, but he'll be better. Lots of talking points anyway, mate. And also uh, thinking with all of our T20 World Cup coverage, that's with Razine, New Zealand's most trusted paint brand for the past 10 years. We're going to get off to a little spell, come back on the other side. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to the Kim's Warehouse. Great savings every day.